the I'm best sure. Eagles podcast of all time forever for people who aren't in Philadelphia. Yes. You know what? This is the perfect opportunity to set up a Patreon. You can get the stuff yeah, that man. wasn't on the original recording. You see the stuff in my room? You give us <laughs> enough money, you can have it. You can have some of this stuff in my room. <laughs> Whatever you see back here, you can just have it. <laughs> you can just have it. For money, of course. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to the Out of State Birds podcast. Uh, we did six minutes without hitting record. So, to recap those six minutes, we're all good with Nick Sirianni still being a coach. It's wild yeah. that he's not going to be involved in the offense. Jesse wants us to bring in Mike Frabel as the OC so that we'll start cracking skulls. Um, <laughs> did I miss anything? Um, maybe we get Bill Belichick so he can just run that offense. <laughs> I love that we're just like posing defensive. Yeah, I was like, defensive wizards. Let's try something different. It obviously wasn't working with offensive offensive coordinators. Didn't the Patriots do that with Matt Patricia last year? And mind you, it's Matt Patricia. But like, how does maybe, this guy keep getting gigs? Maybe that's the problem is we had him on defense. We should have put him as the O coordinator, and then maybe we would have. Had some success. We I'm need some sure. uh, young, smart, up and comer <laughs> OC that we can get for a couple of years. I don't know who that is. My you ears are to the streets for offensive coordinators. I don't know, but yes, yeah. <laughs> somebody. I mean, they, you, you, yeah, Jesse. They interviewed, like you said, Cliff Kingsbury, who was the head coach there with Arizona when with Kyler. They also uh, interviewed uh, ex Cowboys coach Kellen Moore. Mm. Uh, well, wasn't he the coordinator for the Chargers? I feel like that was also not great. No, no, yeah. he didn't call the defense though. <laughs> <laughs> and the defense would be giving up those points. Yeah, I'm going to be calling the defense. Oh yeah. Okay. Anyway, I just—that's my favorite quote right now. <laughs> I love when there's like biases against the the offense and news articles and stuff where they're like, oh, the offense couldn't do anything, but also they only had the ball for 19 minutes and scored on three of their four entire drives out of the game. Yeah. The defense can't get off the fucking field. Yeah, they'd be like, the offense sputters and it'd be like, score 28, 28. You know, 28 like, wait, what? Like, it's All like, that did they sputter? They just not get a fucking chance to control the ball. Yeah. Do you think they would have played better had they had AJ Brown for that game against the Bucks, or were we just destined to lose no matter what by that many points? Uh, I don't think. Yeah, probably destined to lose. And if we did win, we probably would have kept maybe for, uh, Matt Patricia on defense or something. I was so like, I'm glad we did. <laughs> That'd be worst case scenario. Yeah, I don't think AJ Brown would have been the difference. To be honest with you. Um, First of all, defense couldn't stop anybody anyway. So, you know, if Tampa had the ball last with anywhere from 27 seconds up to four minutes, they would have scored enough points to win. They'd have been fine. <laughs> you know? So I, I don't think it'll be an issue. Um, Johnson's out. Obviously, new offensive coordinator is needed. A little bit interesting on the defensive side of things. Uh, there is a whole situation of Vic Fangio coming to Philadelphia. He's from the area. Uh, he was working for the Eagles uh, last year in 2022 as a, a special assistant to the defensive side of the football. Uh, the plan was to have him become the defensive coordinator if Jonathan Gannon did get hired away. Jonathan Gannon was very dishonest with 
the uh, process of becoming the Eagle, uh, the Cardinals head coach uh, because Jonathan Gannon was uh, dishonest and the Eagles expected him to stick around. Big Fangio fucked off to Miami. Uh, and obviously shit went sideways for the defense because of it. Obviously, this is all Jonathan Gannon's fault. Um, trash. The trash is straight ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ass that beat us this year, but still ass. Still ass. <laughs> Why are you going to bring up old shit? He was, bringing the, he was doing the long game. <laughs> um, what are you guys' thoughts? Obviously, uh, Vic Fangio's defense down in Miami was ranked 19th this year, but it is the guy the Eagles wanted all along. I mean, if he can teach them how to tackle people, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess we go we go back to heads up football where they like wrap up on behind the knees, you know, head yeah. up. Like I almost wanted them to do a Philadelphia tryout like that movie with Mark yeah. Wahlberg. You know, with Mark you Wahlberg. Get us some crazy guys. Put them in some beds. Dude, we get some wild fucking people out nowadays like that's what i'm saying they should try to for fun and we just record it there's people dude, normal people trying out <laughs> the internet why not man why not make it invincible too <laughs> i like how our uh our plan is to get just a random street fan and at no point was anybody like what about players in the xfl no no no, no. no, no, no. that's not no, nearly no, interesting no. enough <laughs> no, they they're professional athletes and therefore cannot show up to the trials <laughs> <laughs> No, I like it. Um, I also like the fact that there's no guarantees with uh, college players coming out now with all these NIL deals. Um, a lot of players are talking about not even declaring for the draft. And right now, I think it's just a negotiating tactic. Caleb Williams came out and said he wasn't going to go yeah. uh, and enter into the draft unless Chicago traded the pick. He had no interest in playing for Chicago. I mean, I get it. Which, like, I mean, Eli Manning did it to the Chargers. Yeah, right? true. It can't happen. Um, the Bears have never had a quarterback throw for over 4,000 yards, and I think that was part of the motivation. But there was also talk that uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. was offered an NIL deal uh, that would be comparable to first-round money Yeah, as a college student. So that's, what, $24 million over four years? college student. <laughs> <laughs> A very emphasis I don't think on most these dudes are not in lab, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Dude, Mark Sanchez dude. got a degree in interpretive dance or yeah. some shit like that. <laughs> Still, butt fumble. The butt fumble. <laughs> the butt fumble. The he had dance, one yeah. really good Monday night football against the Cowboys, though. Yeah, he did. And then and then he ate at uh, the, the cheesesteak places at Gino and, and whatever the other one is. Yeah, once the butt fumble happened... I'm going to go announce real quick here. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets were the only other team to win 10 games and not finish, uh, like be 10 and one and not finish with 12 wins. There was, there was some bad reporting on my end from that episode one. 1986, there was a Jets team that also managed that. And anytime you're comparing yourself to the Jets, it's, it's not great. Not what we're looking for at all. Don't love it. Don't love it. Uh, if you guys had to choose between Kellamore and Cliff Kingsbury for OC, who would you go with? I'd go with Cliff because Kyler scores a bunch of points back when he was there. Kyler scored a bunch of points, you know what I mean? Even though they do let him 
I guess some of his offense is just like the quarterback bailing him out, but I don't know. I, I'm from Dallas. I don't want Kellen Moore to <laughs> be a head coach if he was so well, good. Just, just and, and Cliff was also the coach for Patrick Mahomes in college too. So, I mean, if he's got mobile quarterbacks with a cannon for an arm, I feel like let's get that guy calling some plays. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he won a whole lot with Patrick Mahomes, if I'm not mistaken, but it's so hard to gauge these things because it is a team sport. And, you know, even with like Fangio's defense being ranked 19th last year or this year, I guess, uh, how much is that on the roster? You know, how much is that because he didn't have the right players, the right guys or injuries? Um, you know, obviously he's going to pass the eye test a little bit better than the back half of the season's defense. So. Here's hoping my my pick would also be Cliff Kingsbury because anybody associated with the Cowboys can eat a burlap sack of dick. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> that was when he left. They were like, "Offense oh, was going to get fixed," and it and it didn't. <laughs> I guess it kind of did. I'm just shitting on the Cowboys, but there was a lot of credit that Moore got while in Dallas, and True. they were calling him the Wiz Kid. Yeah, they the they Wiz thought he was the next big thing. <laughs> They were they were putting him in the same light as Sean McVay. And I think at one point Click Kingsbury was too, right? So it's possible yeah. that these guys were just too young and, and not quite ready, but maybe they got some good experience in fucking up in other organizations and look pretty good, but I think like uh it's just the hype of you know, they all went like nine and oh, ten and oh or some at one point or some stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm sure they just got the hype. They were young and good looking, not looking like Belichick. So the newspapers and the media was like, pump it up. You know what I mean? Pump it up. Pump it up. Yeah, man. Did you guys did you guys watch the uh the COVID draft the year that they were showing all the coaches in their houses? And Cliff uh, Kingsbury was in that Pablo Escobar. Yeah. In that mansion, that glass nice. palace he's got there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking heated backyard grass. I was like, for sure, he's accidentally killed a hooker in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but at least she was compensated well. I mean, it's a, yeah. that's not well, a cheap one for sure. Prior to the death, but you know, prior you tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucked up joke for a sports podcast. <laughs> Breaking news: Eagles side OC. <laughs> with big Murray checkered history with escorts in the Arizona area. But you know what? If we win 14 games, they're like, it's water under the bridge. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's true. I was having a conversation with a couple of comics the other day about how if you're good at playing quarterback in the NFL, you can get away with literally everything with one exception. And that exception is using your platform to speak out against systemic racism. <laughs> That's the only thing that'll keep you from. This like, is true. This is true. And if you are a retired Hall of Famer, you could murder two people. And get <laughs> <laughs> like, look at the shit that Brett Favre did. Look at this shit. Like, even the, the conversation was sparked because I think it's hilarious that Aaron Rodgers calls Travis Kelsey Mr. Pfizer. Mm. Which, yeah. like, Aaron Rodgers is a perfect example of like this dude is fucking insane for sure, but he oh. throws ball well. So how did y'all feel? This is so random and off topic, but how did y'all feel about him and Jimmy Kimball getting into it, dude? Yeah, um, yeah, that's what we're in. It's so bro, funny. Man. I'm more mad at Jimmy Kimball, bro, because I'm like, you made a joke at him because he's famous. 
Yeah. He made a joke at you because you're famous and you made a joke at him. And then you get mad, bro. You're a comedian. You're, supposed to, you're not supposed to get mad. I'm mad at Jimmy for crying on TV. You're not there's, wrong, man. There's like, think, sporting, there's like sporting events now where like people have signs in the crowd that say like, I saw Kimmel on the list and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes, comedy. <laughs> I mean, I get like, I get why Kimmel would be mad, but then the list came out and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm not on it, so. <laughs> so chill. You think that's why he's mad? He's like, fucking Hawking made the list and I didn't? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I definitely went. I definitely went. I, I was win. there. I took photos. Who do you <laughs> think pushed Hawking around? Yeah. You think, you think anyone's upset that they're not known for being on there? They're like, I was there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why does someone believe me? <laughs> Guys, how'd you leave me off the list? <laughs> Just the worst case of FOMO you've ever experienced. Who's scrubbing me? If there was what, and this is wild, I don't know if we should post this, but fuck it. <laughs> if, there was, if there was one player, let's say one player in the NFL and one player in, on the Philadelphia Eagles, who do you think would end up on that list? What? On the Eagles? Uh all the Cowboys. <laughs> Dakota Prescott. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say Dallas Goddard. I just feel like he would accidentally end up on that plane and just be like so excited. He's going on a vacation, get there and be like, what the what is going on here? I got to get out of this. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think if I had to pick somebody on the current Eagles, I don't even know if I'd go player. I think I would go with Jeff Steltland, to be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the owner, right? He, he created the tush push, man. If there's not a better sign. <laughs> I, like, I think I'm going with Jeff Lurie. <laughs> he's he was a Hollywood the, exec. He's an old buddy, you know what I mean? I was going to say, just because you picked Steltland, I was like, just because he's grooming offensive linemen doesn't mean he's grooming everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, get in there. Touch each other's butts. Go. <laughs> we can never air this episode. That'll be the that'll be the sizzle clip. That'll be, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> just just cut it here and then. <laughs> Yo, if we ever get any sort of affiliation with the Eagles, we'll have to take this down. <laughs> yeah, it'll have to be a, a real disclaimer at the beginning. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tell producer Mike Keith, Big Red Label, fucking warning trigger alert. These fuckers thought the camera was off still, and it was a goddamn green. Oh, room. the camera's on. Oh, I had no idea. I had no idea we were recording. Oh, back to football. Um, holy shit! Is Jalen Hurts a leader? Yeah, there's a lot of reports that uh, came out. A lot of people putting the blame. A lot of people uh, discussing Jalen Hurts as the leader of the locker room and him not being all that good at it and often deferring to A.J. Brown in those moments. Cause for concern? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I think it's too early to tell. But I will say uh, he, he speaks in quotes. In like metaphors, like someone hit him with an old ancient textbook and he memorized everything in there. <laughs> so like, I, I can't, unless he's like that, if he's like that in person, I can't imagine talking to him. You know what I mean? I'd be like, hey, what's up? And he says a 
ancient proverb or something like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> he doesn't strike me as a dude that I'd want to go to the bar with. No, no, no. I would. He's loaded. Yeah, <laughs> How yeah. drunk are you trying to get? If you're in his entourage, you're getting fucking blitzed. <laughs> yeah, because he can't drink, probably. So, <laughs> yeah. this is a perfect moment for us to let everybody know that we're looking for sponsorship, mostly so that Je- Jesse can afford to get blitzed on the weekend. <laughs> he needs his money. I'll be the best taste tester for every celebrity. I'd be like, that looks poison. Let me drink that for yeah, you. Is that poison? Yeah, go ahead and order two of those. <laughs> I got to um, taste both. Make sure. Nope. My concern, though, with like these reports coming out is, is PTSD of Carson Wentz. It just feels eerily similar. I don't know how I can elaborate on that. I'm just like, I mean, came out and say he's a problem. Obviously, there was reports that Darren Sproles tried to fight him at the Super Bowl. <laughs> what? I never heard that. You guys didn't hear about this? No, no. I never heard that. Carson was being a little bitch that the team was winning without him and like acting a fool. And so Darren Sproles like tried to fight him. They had Wait, to separate. Did he, did he try and fight him with Nick Foles' piece? I <laughs> just hit him over the head with a hammer. <laughs> Fucking mighty Thor hammer. Oh wow! I gotta yeah, I gotta watch that after this. I gotta watch that. I don't know if it's like a lack of leadership because it seems like you know when quarterbacks are winning, when the team's winning, the quarterback's like, oh, he's a leader. We follow our quarterback. When we're losing, it's well, you know, maybe he's not a leader, but like I haven't heard any reports that he wasn't a leader until the one I saw the other day where they're like, AJ Brown led a speech. So, you know, Jalen Hurts is probably, he's a bust for sure. Cause you know, snap decisions. <laughs> <laughs> he let someone else talk. What a, yeah. what a, what a guy, pussy. Guy was responsible for 39 <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah, he's probably a second round bust for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's similar to what they did with Cam Newton. Right. Like yeah. when he's running in 20 touchdowns a year and he's over a thousand yards and he's throwing equal amounts. Everyone's like, Cam Newton, what a superstar. But then they have one losing season. They're like, this guy dresses fancy. He's <laughs> and he doesn't stand in the pocket. Yeah. He's a real problem. Yeah, this is true. This is true. And I don't know if this is a fair comparison, but I think the closest quarterback to Jalen Hurts statistically right now is Josh Allen. I mean, both teams ended 11 and six and Jalen Hurts beat Josh Allen this year in one of the best games of the season, not just for the Eagles, but the entire NFL. So I think it's wild now after that game and then being like, oh, Josh Allen is a top two quarterback. Jalen Hurts just beat him. Jalen Hurts' numbers are very comparable. Obviously, the turnovers are also another thing that's super comparable with Josh Allen. And that's just, you got to take some of that to go with the playmaking abilities that they do to come with. But I think it's crazy to suggest that this guy's a bust right now and that he's not the guy. Like yeah. over the last two years, there's nothing to suggest that he's not the guy. Like uh, I agree. When they just gave him all this money also. so Right. And like when they paid Carson Wentz, everyone was like, oh, they paid him too soon. And it ended up that they were right. Whereas with Jalen Hurts, they pay him a year early and you're like, we got our guy. Like, there was no hesitation to paying that guy the money. No, and there couldn't be. I mean, they just took him to the Super Bowl, and he was... There was I mean, also no other... There was no, like, Nick Foles that were all like, what about... When no one's like, who, who no one's like, uh, what about Mariota? No one's saying that. Nobody's harping for Mariota to get the start over That's Jalen how you Hurts. know he actually is the guy, yeah. and that's just... They just need to talk about something, because... 
we're all still kind of mad at the season and we're just like who can we blame right now and we're like we gotta blame Jalen like, look at his play fine play so his mental state he's not <laughs> yeah. but it just made something up do you guys think Mariota will come back next year not after throwing interceptions and the only action he saw late in the season. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know. And I don't want to get like a young guy, you know what I mean? So he's a fine backup, I guess. <laughs> you know, he does throw picks, you know. So. Just don't get Jameis Winston because that guy does do good speeches. That'll take yeah, don't, <laughs> no, no, yeah, You want to lose person. the locker room? You want to lose the locker room? Get out. Get that dude in there. Eat that W, dude. Get that dude in there. But do you guys do you guys see uh Jameis Winston give Jamal Williams that touchdown? Lead is he that's that's lead. He took the L for him. He oh yeah, right he here, wore man. that hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> Are you familiar with this, Jesse? Yeah, with the when they ran that touchdown in and Arthur Smith was just losing his shit because he knew he was about to get fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that Jameis is a as a team guy. I wouldn't be so against him being a backup, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um I, he's been around the league a long a long time. He's got that mobility aspect, and there's a lot of comparables, I think, to Jameis Winston and, and Jalen Hurts. I don't think that'd be the worst thing. Um, but it might be a little bit too pricey. And Jameis might be looking for somewhere to start. I don't know, but I wouldn't be against it personally. Yeah, we just need another quarterback that's similar to Jalen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I guess Mariota in a way is, but uh, any backup quarterback who's who's at least a little bit mobile, so we could kind of run the same offense when you're in there, it should be fine. We just can't get like a Eli Manning prototype in there as the backup and be like, yo, he's going to get crushed by our moving line and stuff. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? RPOs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, what I love <laughs> Fucking feet in the mud. They used to do that like 20 years ago. They have like Michael Vick and then have like, you know, some standard quarterback back in a while, but like, yo, you gotta run two offenses. It's crazy. Yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta have the same, same style of quarterback for sure. And I don't even know if Marcus Mariota was a problem this year. I mean, at the end of the day, Jalen started 17 games. So we didn't even really get an opportunity to see what Marcus would be in the full-time capacity with this team, uh, which is a good thing. I mean, you want your quarterback to start all 17 games. Yeah. yeah so, so, you know, that's, that's perfect world. Uh, oh, I don't really want to revisit last week's predictions because I think I was wrong across the board. I nailed it, I think. Did I nail it? What were my you, predictions? You know I what? Know. I think you did. I feel like we should just say you did. <laughs> like we got to go back and, and do some recon. Uh, what do you guys think this weekend? We got Detroit, San Francisco picks and score. I'm going to do Detroit. I'm, I'm picking Detroit because I want Detroit to go. So I'm doing this for Eminem. Uh, <laughs> I want Detroit to get, I don't know. I think they need at least 28 to San Francisco, 24. Okay. 28, 24 Detroit. Uh, Baltimore, Kansas. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say like I, don't know, I like high scoring games because I feel like Kansas. I feel like the offenses are gonna be good, so I'm gonna say uh, 28 20 Baltimore over Kansas. 28 20 Baltimore over Kansas. Jesse, who you got? I my head says Niners, my heart says Lions, so I'm gonna go with my heart because that always serves me well. Uh, so <laughs> yes, I sir. Probably be around like the 28 24. That's kind of where San Francisco keeps the games 
as far as points scored. Uh, and then for the Ravens and the Chiefs, I think the Ravens are going to win, but technically lose because of all the penalties that are called in favor of the Chiefs. <laughs> so technically the the Ravens will win, but they won't because you know, I feel you. I feel that they got to get Taylor Swift to the Super Bowl somehow. They got to get her there. <laughs> what are the color? What's that color thing again? What two teams are supposed to be in there because of the colors? You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the Super Bowl colors, they preview what the Super Bowl teams are supposed to be. Like last year, it was red and green for the yeah. Eagles. And I, think so I think it is supposed to be purple and red. Baltimore is San Fran, yeah. Oh man! Well, at least I'll, at least I'll be half right next week. You know, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm also going Detroit or San Francisco. Reason being, there's a good chance Debo Samuel is not playing uh, this week due to injury. If that is the case, I think um, I think Purdy is going to be majorly affected. All the games that San Fran la- lost this year, Debo Samuel was not on the field, so I think that's going to play a major part. And mostly, I fucking hate San Francisco almost as much as the Cowboys. So go Lions. Yeah. Uh, they they deserve yeah. it. Love Dan Campbell. Love uh, me. Yeah. Love the energy there. And Gardner's there. And CJ, man. CJ is like, fun to watch. I wish, wish you were here. <laughs> I wish you were here. <laughs> um, Since you've been gone. Sorry. That's got to be so <laughs> uh, Baltimore, Kansas City. I think Justin Tucker is going to miss a 56-yard or longer field goal uh, at the end of regulation to push the game into overtime where Kansas will inevitably get uh, their best player to win them the game. Uh, One in white and black pinstripes. That's who (laughs) (laughs) the game in overtime. And Taylor Swift will go crazy for it. Uh, But yeah, I'm I'm going Kansas, Detroit, Super Bowl. Um, I guess that's that's one way to get Kelsey to the Super Bowl. Yeah. His his brother. And then, okay, let's, let's say, let's just hypothetically say Kansas City makes it to the Super Bowl. Usher is doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Do we think we could get Taylor Swift on stage during the halftime show? Nah. You know what I would all I would suggest over that is a shirtless Jason Kelsey as one of the backup dancers. <laughs> just hammering a beer. Him and Gronk, him becoming like a new Gronk. He's like, yeah. maybe in a bunch of commercials, my podcast, some of you. Joe You're Rogan meets Gronk. <laughs> uh let's let's get to the last topic uh because some of us have to do comedy tonight unfortunately uh for for, for no monies uh uh jason kelsey gave us a memorable weekend even though the eagles weren't playing due to his behavior at the buffalo bills kansas city chiefs game uh obviously he was out tailgating with bills mafia uh, was pretty upset to not see him go through a collapsible table. I think that was a missed opportunity for him personally. Um, and then obviously in the in the booth or in the uh, in the box with uh, Travis's friends and family. Uh, word on the street is he put back 40 beers. Chris Long said it was 40 beers. He put That's back. Nice, yeah. Real man. <laughs> man, man. <laughs> That's Three like, man's man put together. <laughs> do you guys do you guys think it was too much? Do you think he got too much leeway hopping in and out of the boxes that most people would not be allowed to do? Uh, did you love it? Did you hate it? I love uh, 
I loved it. It doesn't affect me. I don't care. Have fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, how many internet videos do we see of drunk fans getting assaulted and you're just like, this is viral? It's nice to see one where the guy's just having a good time. Yeah. Jamming it out, shirtless, yeah. crushing beers, cheering for his brother. Probably gave the, the Chiefs the boost they needed. They're watching him up there like, we got to do it for Jason. <laughs> <laughs> for future Hall of Famer, Jason Kelsey. Did you guys see uh, him go into the audience and, and grab the girl that had the uh, Taylor Swift sign and picked her up, walked her over so he could, or see, so the little fan could meet Taylor Swift? Oh, no, I did not see that. Just the coolest dude. Just the coolest dude. Yeah, some, some little girl had a uh, Taylor Swift sign. And it was like a huge. She's like, I came because Taylor Swift is here. That's yeah. She's a huge Bills fan, and then found out that Taylor Swift was also going to be there, despite the yeah. fact that they got tickets to the game. And so Jason saw the sign, hopped out of the box, went down and grabbed her, and said, "Let's go show this to Taylor." Picked the kid up, and then brought the kid to the box so that Taylor Swift could meet this kid holding a sign for her. Yeah, he's just the coolest dude. Like he's the guy that you always wish gets everything good in life. Cause he's just so genuine and so sweet. And he's just, he's not a scumbag in any way, shape or form. And you just want what's best. So you're like, yeah, maybe I will get the chiefs to win. So I can see Jason be happy by proxy. <laughs> Do you think that we will eventually see uh, Jason Kelsey get to the point of like that American sweetheart where we have to protect them at all costs, sort of like Betty White, like that type of, you know, appreciation for uh, the being that they are. Maybe, or maybe he'll just be T Terry Bradshaw. And we drink so much. <laughs> that's, that's such a terrible comp. <laughs> like the lowest bar. <laughs> you ever watched Terry Bradshaw on Fox before the games? Yeah. Bro, retire. Bro, he does he does like stand-up tours where he just talks about being famous and he's funny because it's Terry Bradshaw and stuff yeah. and it's it's amazing. Man. Terry does stand-up comedy? Yeah, yeah. Well at least I he did. He's getting this. older. It's not like he's not like crafting jokes, but he's like, one time this happened and just, oh like, yeah. He's a good storyteller for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's captivating, you know. And the mean? stories that well, and he's also famous and people are gonna want to hear him talk, so he'll sell out comedy clubs. For He's like, I played, I played football before it was cool. Yeah. I had a I had a side job. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a stealer, if I'm not mistaken. So that was like Yeah, he's like, I used to walk to the stadium. Blue collar hills. type shit. Right? You know <laughs> <laughs> Who are some other iconic athletes you would absolutely love to go out and drink with other than Jason Kelsey? Well, Eagle athletes or uh it could be an Eagle, it could be any athlete. Whatever, there's no rules to these questions. No rules. <laughs> Clearly, based off the list conversation we fucking had this episode. Nice to party. Uh, I'm, I'm going to jump sports, and I'm going to say that I would go uh, have beers with Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Why Steve Nash? Uh, just because he was my favorite basketball player growing up, but also um, I feel like he would just like, have the coolest stories of just hanging out with other superstars. That's fair. Yeah, true. He's also really good at soccer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It seems super interesting. Uh I would it. go I would go drink with Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. My man likes to get litty. Paul Pierce be wild. Yeah, I got it. It's made unfiltered. You know what I got it. <laughs> um 
I got I got a good one. And the reason I, I wrote this question is because it came to mind. Are you guys familiar with Wade Boggs? Yeah. Wade Boggs is a third baseman. Played for the uh uh Boston Red Sox and a couple other teams. But there is a I don't know if it's a rumor or a conspiracy theory that in one single cross-country flight from, I believe, New York to Los Angeles, he drank 70 beers, 7-0. 70 beers in one cross-country flight. That's fucking nuts. You know what I mean? Did he sit down the whole time? No, that dude's not breaking the seal at all. He's taking that whole flight. You know, you stand up and you're like, oh, (laughs) I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) He had to do that off the plane. Like, oh. It's crazy. 70 beers. And and I think that's about, what, five hours, maybe? The airline made bank. 12 beers an hour. Not mad at that. I ain't mad at 12 beers an hour. That ain't bad at all. And I don't even know if I would like enjoy hanging out with the dude. I just want to witness him drink. Yeah. I, I think that is, that would be my top guy. Obviously drinking a beer with Jason Kelsey would be cool. Um, and then I would really, 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 really enjoy getting Zach Wilson drunk because he went to BYU. I don't think he's. <laughs> that would be like, you'd be like, oh, I spent eight bucks. Yeah, it would be the cheapest drunk date ever. Cheap date. <laughs> We'd have to get him something girly like Malibu and Sprite or something. He's like, it's gross. <laughs> I don't like the way it tastes. We'll just be doing shots of mimosas. Yeah. <laughs> we get fucked up today. <laughs> Dude, have you guys ever just seen a mimosa glass and thought that is a shot? Like the little fucking champagne flutes? I'm like, that's a shot, right? Like we just... Yeah, yeah. I drink them fast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to, but when just... you do it, do you accidentally deep throat it because it's just a long <laughs> glass? <in your> mouth. <laughs> no, because it's glass and I'm afraid it's going to break. <laughs> and that can't happen again. You know what? Wade Boggs wouldn't be scared of that. I have no words for where the fuck this conversation went. <laughs> How the fuck? Can we go from what athletes would we like to drink to being like, don't deep throat the mimosa glass? <laughs> I mean, it's just good advice, really. It is. It's yeah. glass. It can shatter. Yeah. That's great yeah, advice. You don't know how, one, do how strong one that throat is, it. you know? Well, then I'm going to have to change my answer because I'd like to now drink with Conor McGregor and just watch how many fights he tries to get us in. <laughs> that would sure, all be fun. I shoot, I'd get into fights. So I'd be like, I got Conor McGregor. And y'all fucking Conor oh, McGregor. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be picking, dude, I would be hitting on everybody's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Everybody. And I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy at all. But... If I know I got Conor McGregor yeah. slamming. I got Bones Jones behind yeah. me, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. like getting the star in Mario. You know you're just invincible <laughs> for a short period of time. <laughs> McGregor's got eight Guinnesses in him back there. I'm fucking fine, yeah. bro. I just going to make sure I don't live in that city. Like, I'm never coming back here. What is it? <laughs> you can literally start any fight. Just walk over and be like, Conor, this guy's talking shit. And he'll just start <laughs> in there, guns blazing. He'll, just, he'll do his arm swing and be like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> who the fuck is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah steve uh, nash you're, you're you're second tier i'm gonna go party here at best at best <laughs> yeah. uh i think i think that's all i got you guys have any final thoughts just what position better, i think we drafted next year do better 
Eagles do better. Draft yeah. somebody good at the twenty second pick overall. <laughs> Please draft somebody good. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll do a full draft episode. Uh, but yeah, it would be nice to. I mean, they did okay at number nine overall last year. I think they potentially got the best player in the draft, not named CJ Stroud, but might be all right. Might be okay. Uh, yeah, I got nothing to recap. Uh, y'all are fucking canceled. Uh, <laughs> you guys are you guys are hurting my comedy career. But get out there. Might be. What was that? I said might be. Might be. Well, fuck it. You know, getting canceled. I'm not, is bad thing I'm for not a sorry. You, you, <laughs> you, you signed up for this. This is what you signed up for. This is where we're <laughs> Jamal, take us home, man. Take us out. Um, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, good night. Come on. <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's all right. comment. Do, we, do we all have to hit a, at the same time <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not fucking doing this i'm not flapping my fucking come on it's the new it's how you end the podcast you gotta flap your arms and say that's, yeah. that's not how i end the fucking podcast <laughs> <laughs> go birds that's it good night like and subscribe come back <laughs> talk about us make a reddit page about us make us a patreon uh make us a youtube <laughs> okay, <I'm sorry. laughs> all right all right i'll catch y'all later